just grab them in the brisket. So one third of my family has the flu right now. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. I still think I've never had it. My mom tends to believe I did when I was in high school. But I would have remembered missing either baseball games or something, football games. But yeah. She said I was in bed for a few days, obviously, but I just don't remember it. I don't remember ever having the flu, dude, and hmm. just being down in bed, right. bedridden for multiple days. I, I've I never remember. had it either. I had mono in high school, but Who's I've never had it? the flu. Denny and Luke. Fuck. And Luke actually went to school today. He was like, I don't want to miss any more school. There's too oh, much makeup work. fucking little carrier monkey. He's just sent it to well, people. Well, he's been on Tamiflu for like... Four days, so no, he shouldn't no be contagious. Fever. No fever, yeah, no fever okay. at all. Okay. But uh, was yeah, he? he made was like he tested for the coronavirus? Yeah, no, he has the Dos Equis virus. No, <laughs> no, he. Uh, so he yeah, he went to school and he made it till almost the end of the day, and then he had to go pick him up because he was like, I can't walk, my whole body hurts, and he's walking around on his tippy toes. I'm like, what are you doing? Mm. And why are you wearing skinny jeans? <clears throat> That might be the problem. Yeah, kids. I, I think it's your jeans, yeah. kid. Yeah. <laughs> They're too no tight. wonder you can't walk. <laughs> he's like, I'm not trying to hit that last class of the good day. Uh, Mom, can you come pick me up? <laughs> right now, he's the one that doesn't want to miss school. John, John is like, yeah, I'll, I'll be out today. That's fine. Yeah, I did like the some somebody posted on Facebook or whatever, but you know, obviously we got the Houston rodeo coming up pretty soon, and basically just a picture of skinny jeans trying to go over a boot. Saying, don't be that dude, you know? <laughs> don't be that dude at the uh, Yeah, you're tucking your jeans into your boats. <laughs> I think I saw, or like, no, maybe over it was Rich boot. O'Toole. Somebody posted it on social media, like, don't be that guy. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I got, Yeah, I got a couple jeans that I wear, like, I got from American Eagle that are strictly for just wearing tennis shoes, tennis shoes, yeah. vans, whatever. Like, I, I'm not even going to attempt to put my boots over that because it. <laughs> Somebody's going to yeah. catch me out in the wild, and they're going to take a picture, and I'm like, mm, not uh, happening. Not on my watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure all my jeans are boot cut. <clears throat> yeah, they should be. Thank You're you. a man. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of um, <laughs> speaking of rodeo, I don't know if you guys know, uh, I am now TABC certified. Tabaco. Oh, shit. TABC. Is that Texas Alcohol, Alcohol and control. Barbecue Control? Barbecue control. I think so. Yeah. Makes hey, sense. Am I overserved right now? How many beers have you had? Three. You are definitely over your legal limit. Correct. Wow. There you go. Well, doesn't that depend upon how long it took him to drink those? Or not, and how big a fella are you? Well, he has not been here a whole hour. So right. typically close. your your weight range is probably maybe about a hundred and what, eighty, ninety? About 190. 190. So you can have about three beers per hour. No, let me rephrase that. Three? three beers the first hour. Right. And then one after that, one every hour after that, right? You have to wait another hour before one falls off. Right. And then you can have another beer. Oh, uh, no, I'm doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. I thought it was like two the first hour and then one every hour after Depends that. Depends on the weight. But they did say in the class, and, and again, I told Laura about this, and I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know the science behind it. The people out there uh, can probably do their investigation and figure all this shit out. She said that drinks with sugar in it, you get drunker faster because the sugar helps your body metabolize the alcohol quicker. Correct. It's in the uh, the electrolytes of the red blood cells that... 
makes it the, the hemoglobins, the hemoglobins, are the the, yeah. the red, red and white blood cells. Yeah, they the, they the kind of like fight each other. The nuclei, sugar. and the blue yeah. bloods, the proteins in the right. lactic acid. Yeah. This has been science with grabbing the brisket. Exactly. So science, science, science. <laughs> you drink it, and she also said, "Okay, you drink a shot. That immediately goes into your bloodstream. That's like a monopoly. Do not." Stop. Do not pass go. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Exactly, Alden. <laughs> it goes straight to your bloodstream. To Done. Yeah. But what? if you take a spoonful of sugar and mix it with a shot, I don't even know what happens. Mm. You die. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well be just like it's shooting like, that right in your veins. It's no like funneling it in your butt or something, right? We've all done that. <laughs> right. That is the thing. I mean, it, it, <laughs> hey. Just in case you don't know out there, do not put anything in your butt and think you're going to funnel it as far as alcohol. You will actually die from that. You will yeah. die quick. It's not. Let's I've, save butt funneling for another episode. Right. Well, hey, <laughs> there's kids out there. There's, yeah. there's young adults, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They listen to the podcast. They oh, perfect. I'm going to. I'm going to funnel a couple of beers. Yeah, I'm going to light up my ass. I'm going to freaking. <laughs> I'm going to drop a freaking couple of shots of vodka, and then now you're. Because there's no there's no tummy time for those things. Yeah, it's all straight brain time, and it bypasses the liver and actually it is. It actually is true. Oh, so yeah. it's better for you. It, it does bypass the <laughs> liver and the kidneys. So uh, that's actually something true there. Hmm. I'll, I'll be back. I'm gonna go get a funnel. Right. I only <laughs> have one kidney, so maybe I should be drinking beer through my butt. You probably should, John. <laughs> hey, in case y'all don't know this, so John like is a freaking hero. He yeah. actually donated one of his kidneys to. A, uh, a good friend of his, um, and saved his life. So uh, I think it's pretty admirable that what he did. Uh, I don't want to talk about it too much because, I mean, he gets a big head. Got My big, head he's is got a big huge head. right now. Yeah. As, so he's, as he's wearing a 49er so, and then, shirt. And then too. something else that came out of this, is like, which I didn't realize, that your kidney actually makes up for the one you're missing. Yeah, it compensates and a little bit. It compensates. You're producing like 85 to 90% what you were. Something wore, like that, yeah. What you were before. I'm probably around 70. I'm actually due for a checkup, so. Okay, around 70. Well, why don't you tell your loser kidney you start beefing it up a little bit, get up to 80 or something. I mean, Pull it together, on. kidney. That's right. <laughs> Shit. Okay, well, still still pretty cool guy. So, Welcome to the Grabbing the Brisket podcast, guys and gals. We appreciate the listen. How's everybody's week been? Um, hump day. I know, right? Hump day. It's uh, been very painty this week for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Alden>. <laughs> so, I, I, I will just say this. So um, it just reminds me of, you know, somebody that was gambling in Vegas, obviously, and, and the the uh, the freaking car dealer or the whatever you call that fucker's name was the like dealer. the dealer. He's like. How about you just give me the rest of the money you were going to gamble, and I'll just take you out in the back, kick you in the balls, and we'll call it a day. Yeah. I feel like that's what somebody should have told me when I started painting. Like, Oh, no. Okay, okay. so let me, let me paint a picture for you. Since you've been painting all week, right, let me paint a picture for you all out there. Uh, typical uh, couple, right, they go down, and if they're, they're going to redo some of their house. They have a two-story home. Um, I'll put the address down later. Uh, oh. But – 
So, yes, check. So, I need more help. So think of a two-story home where basically the, the top floor, they're really going to be able to up redo new carpet. That's how it starts off, right? Are they new, are they getting a new cabinet because he shot it? <laughs> that's I, that's on the that's on the books probably. <laughs> that's on the books. But, so typical typical couple go down and and husband and wife, right? Husband has an idea of what they're doing, which is like, hey, we're getting some carpet, right? Wife is getting carpet, and then she's like, well, we can't just get carpet; we have to paint, right? Well, we and then so Alden buys in this painting thing, right? Great, we're going to mm. paint your room, and then you're going to paint the hallways, right? Perfect, right? That's how that's how that works. It's so so simple for Alden. Yes, I love this idea. Yeah. So I'll, basically, our room, the game yeah. room, uh, the kids' rooms at this point have already well, been. Well, painted. I know, but that's not how it started. See, she she sold you on a lie. It's a typical devil woman wife thing to do. Okay, she sold you on a couple of things, and as you started. She basically just conned you in or, right. or twisted the arm. I mean, the, the paintbrushes were already out. We already so. have to. Hey, now now you're painting three different colors. We have leftover paint. Right. Right. No, no. Can't go to no. waste. No, she's going to the store buying paint, right? Showing up with gallons of paint <laughs> going, hey, well, we got to paint this room. Well, what about this room? I mean, it's turned into the whole house now. Well, let me, you know that, let, right? Yes. Let me preface it. But before all, let me, let me start by, by saying this. Sad day in America. So we are... In the process of getting new carpet. So we get an estimator over there. <clears throat> uh, I believe that was uh, whenever he was there, Tuesday. We'll call it Tuesday last week. So when we tell him, we're like, we're, we're ready to move pretty quick. And so the date comes. So Thursday, which is going to be tomorrow, they're putting new carpet in. So we were like, well, okay, well, let's start painting then. So at that point, I was going to go. I was going to rip all the baseboards out, start doing all that, you know, so I can take them outside, paint them. And I don't have to be... You know, all exact with my paint and shit. Right, right. So, Do that, paint and put them on right. after. Well, now at this point, well, fuck, we're getting new carpet anyways. And she bought one of those Wagners, the sprayers. So we just go to town, just start painting the carpet, everything. Baseboards, everything. Looks like dude. a freaking just, war zone up there. <laughs> I mean, it is a war zone. <laughs> the nice part is you don't really have to tarp very much. Exactly. Because the carpet's coming out anyway. Right. So now we're on time crunch, right? And so, like, what Jan was saying was started off with our bedroom. Basically, the game room up there, the staircase, um, you know, a little bit of hall- hallway. You're up bamboozled, there. and so that's what it started off as. And it's like so, three card Monty in New York. You're right. not going to win the game. It's no, a shell game. No, and so we had some help the other day. Um, one of our, uh, you know, family friend, friend of the family. I call, she's like my cousin, I guess you could say. Uh, so she comes over and helps. I actually went over there and helped them out with some plumbing. So you know, she returned returned the favor. Uh, so she kind of told Mandy's like, well, might as well start doing the downstairs too. So Mandy had in her head, we're going to start doing the downstairs Friday. I'm like, well, fuck, we're not even done with what we're doing already. You know, <laughs> fucking, we're not done yet. Uh, and yeah, that's a, I, that's a rookie move right there. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> when you, have- you start standing up and saying, listen, woman, you will do what I say. <laughs> you will, you will. Back it down a notch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you will take your little butt in there, go make me a freaking sandwich, right? Get your sandwich makers ready. I'm just kidding. Don't say anything. You should like do that. that. I have three couches in my living room, <laughs> yeah. so you'll be fine. Don't say sandwich makers either. I was just joking. Uh, listen, happy wife, happy life. You got to yes. do it. Uh, so I'll, I'm just saying, yes. you got hoodwinked, and I, sure. I, I recognize so the story's it. Story's not over. No, go ahead. go ahead. By the way, so... So we get through this whole Friday. And so this was, uh, so she came, Ashley came over Monday. So Tuesday, while well, Mandy and I are at work, we're emailing back and forth. And she's really on this Friday 
get up. Like, let's do it Friday. Let's do it. I'm like, we don't have time to do it Friday because we're not going to have time to be done with what we started Friday. So right, you got to let the carpet guys do their thing too. Right. And you know, that was funny you say that because when the estimator was there and we told him basically like, well, we're just going to start painting because they're going to rip the carpet up anyway. So we don't have to really tarp anything. He's like, well, I, it's kind of counterintuitive, but I kind of don't agree with that because the carpet guys may mess your new paint up. Well, I'm okay with touching stuff. Right, like, right. You Touch know it. what I mean? So to me, it was like, we're going to save a lot of time because I can just go to town spraying these baseboards and whatever, you know, I was spraying anything in there and not worried about the overspray from those sprayers isn't too bad. Uh, it's, it's basically dust at that point. So anyhow, uh, not to make a long story or a short story long <laughs> or long story short, however you want to look at it. Um, so you got anyhow, hoodwinked. So just tell us that that was Tuesday, right? So here we are during this whole deal. So now, yeah, still Tuesday. So she's like, well, I want to paint the kids' rooms too. <laughs> and we're still trying to get all this done by Thursday. Which is tomorrow. Now, you, Which is tomorrow. That's what I'm saying, man. And, and Alden is here recording a podcast. And, and his wife is where? She is up there painting. <laughs> she allowed me. She said, okay, go. <laughs> she allowed me then. I don't know Allowed. what's going to happen when right I get there. back Let's home here in a little a bit because we still got to break beds down so the carpet people can get in there. And mm. moral of oh, the story bro. is no way. Hey, I'm dropping a hundred dollar bill on that banister and saying you break the beds down. Y'all fight over the hundred dollar bill. I'm going to work. Done. <laughs> moral of what I'm doing. You talking yeah. to the carpet guys or Mandy? Talking to the, either one of them is listening at that point. <laughs> Anybody? Yeah. Whoever wants a hundred dollar bill, break those beds down. I'm going to work. Done. She's staying home tomorrow to be with the carpet people. If she happens to leave with them, I'd probably be okay because that means I ain't got to paint no more. So, and I got a brand new carpet. So. Damn, well. carpet man just got off of your wife, man. <laughs> okay, uh, hey, leave that one in there, John. Yeah, yeah that's uh, yeah, that's. He got, got the money for the carpet. He got a hundred bucks wife. and a wife and a hundred <laughs> bucks to break down the beds. Yeah, just break down the beds. <laughs> that sounds like an even swap to me. I don't know. That's Ooh, amazing. They'll return her very fast. I promise. Shit, so. man, you keep digging a hole. Okay, but now she is up there painting her ass off. And I, uh, babe, I love you. I know you'll hear this. I love That's you. Solid. So I actually think she's enjoying painting. So yeah, she has a passion for it. I think she does. Passion she party. Does. She passion might be a party, <laughs> Mandy. Let's go into the ninety second beer roof, guys. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, today we got the um, beer. What's on tap for us? This is from Against the Grain. Against the Grain. Citra ass down. Say it fast. Citra ass down. Citra ass down. Citra ass down. Hey, you know what, guys? I'm sorry. I we I think we might have just got a little bit of ahead of ourselves. Something's missing. Are we going to the 90 second beer review? Boom. That's that felt right. Guys, you'll love it. So we got the Against the Grain Brewery. We have the Citra Ass Down. We got a double IPA. It's a hoppy mother. Very hops. Lots of hops. Let's pass it over to Jan. Let him uh, describe the can a little bit. Yeah. A little bit of the... Uh... Hey, give it to the colorblind guy, because I'm pretty sure he can see all the different little... little... Little nuances. Where's your glasses at? Yeah, where's your glasses? I, I, they're in my case. I gotta put my case in them, and I'll, I'll get that on in a second. Um, you know, I I do. I think you're right, John. John, and I spoke about this earlier. This is a really catchy can, right? You pass by the can, you're like, yeah. 
I got to try this beer. Seriously, right? there was this one and another one from the same brewery sitting next to each other. And the other one, I was like, mm, that sounds like it's going to taste better. But this one was called Citras Down, and it has a hunter with the ostrich. Yeah, yeah. So. kind of cartoonish. Almost kind of King of the Hillish. Yeah, kind a of. Bit. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But, but Citra. So, so C I T R A and then space, ass, A S S, and then space and D O W N. Wait, how do you Citra, spell ass? Citra Ass Down. Citra. It's good. I like this. Double Indian Pale Ale, the can. I think James pointed out earlier that we're talking about this. This is not some vinyl wrapped, you know, weird looking can thing they did. This is fully printed. Uh, which, you know, of course, I, maybe it costs a little extra money to do that. You know, you're not buying silver cans and putting a little vinyl wrap on it. Like, who was that? They did that. Was that a Dallas or? I don't know. Yeah, it, it's know. probably recycling. Probably helps like. Yeah. Mother Earth and Whatever. all that good stuff. We're not about that right now, okay? Yeah, it's 100% recyclable. It has the logo on the back, right? So it tells mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. all aluminum. I like the can. I like the artwork. Uh, James also alluded on this that they actually put a little shout-out to the art design. And uh, I guess we'll do that as well, right? Art designs by RobbieDavis.com. Yeah. I kind of want to go in there and check them out to yeah, see what kind of do that tomorrow. designs they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to um, see the, uh, the can, head over to our YouTube channel. We've got... A full video review of this as well. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. But, uh, you know, just give you a little bit. I, I said this earlier, but maybe I, get, maybe I can get through it with a little more beer in my system that I've had since then. But this is the Citra Ass Down Crush This Beer, mm. which I like that right there. Crush this beer. Crush it. Crush it, right? Uh, so this beer is not candy or mother's milk. It's not brewed by gypsies or aliens, nor does it contain any zombie dirt. Right there, I wish they would have ended it, right? I do like that. Just end it right there. Yeah, but it's telling us what it doesn't have. What does it have, Jan? This is a double IPA brewed with Citra hops. It's a sticky, hoppy, and delicious. Simply drink it and enjoy it. Don't hoard this beer. Sit your ass down and drink it now. I, I think... I like it. I, think that's, I mean, I like that. I think it could have been just chopped it right there. I probably wasn't happier with that. Uh, this is brewed and canned against the Grain Brewery, Louisville, Kentucky, uh, atgbrewery.com. Go check them out. Probably have a cool-ass website. Uh, they got some cool-ass um, artwork on this, definitely with the hunter with all the damn uh, arrows going through his body, plus, you know, the the, uh, the different um, tattoos. Oh, he's got the tattoos on it? Yep. That reminds yep. me of, um, I don't know if we mentioned this earlier or whatever, but I came across Twitter maybe last week or week before and it was trending a little bit, but somebody had threw a post out there that went viral and they, they, the post was pretty much like if you were to go to war or if you were to go to battle with the tattoos that you have on right now, mm. would you survive? No, I'm dying quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might. Cause I have a giant tree on my back. I would probably climb the tree and hide. <laughs> or you can like cut the tree down, maybe fasten a, spear or something maybe or? yeah maybe i'm yeah. a lover not a fighter i'm gonna hide i would but, be a samurai and an eagle that alden would probably destroy stuff He'd i would fly I would away be okay yeah. i would be solid uh james would be defenseless i would be defenseless yeah. i would try to find the tree and climb up <laughs> no tree for Get you out of my damn tree james <laughs> yeah asshole this tree's big enough for both of us asshole yeah. <laughs> go back to the beer real quick um y'all notice that the guys got the white 
uh, rimmed glasses on. I was going to mention that earlier. He looks yeah, like yeah. the ones that you can remove and like his nose and everything comes yeah. off. It's just a white, <laughs> what is white, that just you know, yeah. thick rimmed yeah. glasses, yeah. which is kind of different. Looks like he's got his nose. Maybe it's got some uh, paint on it. Uh, maybe it's, it's, it's like, almost like he's clownish, right? You see little mm-hmm. little circles on the cheek. Like he's like chalked up. Maybe has a little uh, um, suntan, uh, some yeah. uh, sunblocker yep. on his nose. Yep. It's a weird, it's a weird little design. Yeah, the dude is like riddled with uh, arrows, and so is his ostrich. Guarantee you, there's more to that design than what we know. Yeah, about. yeah we need to look without at a doubt. Mind, you know without I mean? a doubt, for sure. And he has a mace. But, That's the weird part. Yeah. So, so again, go back. So the, the, the citra ass down, right? Uh, double IPA. You definitely get the citrus when you smell this beer, though. Mm, the smell it for smells sure. phenomenal. The taste, it's a double we'll, IPA. We'll so. get into that. Yeah. You know what that uh, is. We didn't mention, I don't think, 8.2% alcohol by volume. So this yeah, beer right. has some alcohol in it. Yeah. Pretty stout. Let me see that can, Jan. Uh, fun fact for you guys before we drop down the scores for our, our review. Um, do you know why people cheer? Do you know the the meaning behind that? The reason why we do it? Cheer as in like, cheers. Like uh, clinking glasses together. Like, boom, cheers. Yeah, it has to do with the when you when you do that, it aerates the beer and makes the bubbles come up. It makes it taste better, is what it does. Mm. No, 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 not really. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Science, science, yeah. science. Okay, Take it. Right, go ahead, Alan. I, I think I just realized something about this can. Whatever this is, I mean, it, obviously it's a freaking. What do you call these fuckers? Ostrich. Ostrich. It's an ostrich. So I think it's this guy chasing this fucker, like telling him to sit your ass down, and like. People are shooting it now. He's getting shot at now. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of taking that away from this. Can. He's building a story on this can. Right. Yeah. Right I think there. he's riding the ostrich, and he's like, he's trying to I get think away. He's trying Maybe. to kill it. It does kind of like, like he's riding your ass down. Yeah. Like he's trying, he's trying to get at it now. He's getting shot at because this fucking ostrich has got a badass mohawk. It's just a badass ostrich that you can't get. So mm-hmm. now he's in the line of fire, trying to get it to sit down or sit it at to kill it, basically. And so he's taking. Shots for the team, basically, to yeah. try and get this ostrich down. But I don't know. I, okay. I just kind of took that away a little You're bit. Really just, reading into that hey, thing. Art, art is uh, what you call interpretation. Subjective. Subjective. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's people's. You, you throw a uh, a a picture on the wall, and then you have a red dot, and you get twenty people looking at it, and then they all have like. Yeah, they all got different a, views and opinions. Answers. They're all like yeah. assholes. Beauty is in the eye of the beer holder. That's exactly. right. That's right. That's Thanks, why Mandy John. likes me. Um, <laughs> she okay. drinks a lot. Yeah, she so drinks a lot. The reason why you clink glasses together, this goes back to medieval times. This 90 second beer review. And it's over. <laughs> okay. uh, this goes back to medieval times where people were still afraid of being poisoned. I guess that was the thing back then where ah. the, 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 the murder weapon choice is poison. So back in the day, somebody buy you a beer in the local tavern, you would clink glasses with them and okay. you would, you would bang glasses and beer would like flow out and some of your both beer goes glasses. In their glasses. So some goes in their your day. beer would go in theirs, their beer would go in yours. You would know. This guy's not trying to poison me. Right. We need to start cheersing harder because I don't ever cheers that hard. Yeah. Or, or they're both dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you cheers and then the guy's like, you know what? Damn it. I don't want this. I don't want any beer. I'm good. I'm going to pass. I'm full. Yeah, I got to go to the bathroom. So My, my tummy like, hurts. It's like a, a, what is it? Princess Bride where uh, 
Dude, you it lost got- me, bro. Okay. <laughs> 90-second beer review. Give me your – you're out, James. I'm sorry. John, give me a review. What was, what was your score again? This beer was great. It's, uh, it's super citrusy. It's super duper hoppy. If you like a hoppy IPA, this one's right up your alley. Uh, I give it a 6.3. 6.3. Great score. Uh, I found this beer to be kind of like a shock top and a blue moon. Had a baby that was like a super baby, mm. right? Uh, so I think it's a lot more hoppier than what those would have been. Um, more alcohol, too. More alcohol. Uh, I, I could just think of 6.7. Uh, I made the statement, you know, on the video. Um, I don't want to give it all away, but, you know, go check it out on YouTube. But uh, I gave it a solid five and a half. Hate to admit this or hate to say this. I mean, well, I don't hate this. Hey, we're twins. We're um, twins. <laughs> I'm going with 6.7 as well. 6.7. It is what it is. There it is. I like it. It's tasty. It's delicious. It's my favorite of probably the double IPAs that I've tried out there. So That's true. It, and it's funny because we reviewed this earlier, right? And and you know we we did the video. Um, and during the video that afterwards we kind of made the comments like, if we were reviewing double IPAs, I would have gave this a lot higher. Right, score. right, yeah. Because none of us are really IPA or double IPA drinkers. Yeah, IPA as far I as those go, double IPA. I'm like, yeah. oh, probably stay away from this it sometimes. Is really good as far as double IPAs go for so, us. You know. So, so if you like a double IPA, hey, this is your this is your bag right here. And again, if we were reviewing double IPAs and and strictly, it probably is how we should have reviewed it beginning. Um, I probably scored it higher, but you got what you got. So, boom, yeah. mm-hmm. sweet. What? Sweet neck. I guess this concludes the 90 second beer review. 90 second beer. It's horrible. I love it. Perfect. Yep. Is. Nailed it. Hey. Yeah. Hey. People are, look, look at the numbers of people just flocking to the podcast right now are skyrocketing. <laughs> hey, welcome back and welcome in. <laughs> they're riding that goddamn ostrich on the way over here. Yeah, exactly. Hey, all we that's need it. is find somebody that's in the music producing business. They can probably take that clip and throw it through an auto tune and throw some beats behind it. Yeah. And the next thing you know, it's like, we're getting papers. Exactly. Or somebody else stole it and then we're getting nothing. And then, yeah, that's pretty much how that works. Okay. We're not getting papers. Yeah. No papers. No papers for you. Okay. Have you ever seen those laws that just like, you're like, how did that become a law? How does that make any sense at all? Like, you just can't have sex with your own goat. I mean, it's weird. Yeah, that's just dumb. Like, why is there a regulation for that? Why is the government going to tell me that I can't, like, love my animals? Okay, why that's can't not I, where I was going with that. Why I can't was, I marry a car? I was hey. thinking, like, why is that in place? Because someone had to have done that, but clearly... Yeah, different family trees. What was the story where the girl married some inanimate object or something? Uh, some like I don't know, Viking or some type of like crazy. Uh, I'll have to look that up and see, but uh, it was somebody that's not existent. Yeah, uh, I hadn't seen that. I one. married really? Thor yesterday. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> recently they just got divorced. How do you? Divorce something that doesn't exist. I, I saw one I where a lady know. married herself. Have you seen that one? Yeah. That's just weird. How do you do that? A guy married his car. That was weird. And that makes sense. Well, <laughs> it is. You're like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty sure if anything ever happened yeah. to my mom, my dad would marry his El Camino. <laughs> well. I'm tired of doing your oil changes. That's all I do all the time. Just your <laughs> oil changes. It's over. It's over. 
<laughs> done. Well, uh, I think that I think every state probably has their weird. Mm-hmm. I, I, maybe we should have more laws, like I never like against stupid shit like that. But it shouldn't uh, have to be laws, but yeah. Well, probably so. Probably so. Uh, one thing I, I did see today was um, I pulled up was the ten craziest laws in Texas. Mm. This will leave you scratching your head and wonder, what the heck? Okay. Love um, it. This this comes from the uh, the what is this? It's only in your state dot com. Mm, okay, which is kind of a cool little catchy thing. Uh, it says when it comes to enforcing laws, Texas does a pretty good job. However, these ten weird laws still on the books are often overlooked by law enforcement, and understandably so. Here are a few laws were dug up uh, that will have you shaking your head in disbelief. Uh, number one. It's illegal to sell your eyes. Your eyes? As in your eyeballs? Your eyeballs. Your eyeballs. Hmm. I don't know why you'd want to, but it's illegal God. to sell. And what it says is it's illegal to sell one's eye. One's eye. So you're I'd like to hear eye. the backstory on that. Yeah, I, it says uh, it doesn't really give much of one uh, on this, but it just says it's it's illegal to sell your eye. And I, I don't, I feel like somebody had to try this. Yeah, something mm-hmm. happened for that law to come it was place. like, hey, sir. Yeah. We're putting a law in for right. people like you, you yeah. freak. Somebody did something yeah. dumb. Yeah. It wasn't just lawmakers sitting yeah. around like, could we make a yeah. law about I got $20. Yeah. I can't I imagine know. like the guy's auctioning off. I got $20. Any takers? I got 30 Sold. I think that somebody was actually out there willing to pay for eyeballs. Yeah. And people were like, Oh, you're gonna pay me ten grand for a nine ball? Sold. I'm gonna scoop it out. I got two of them. Yeah, ten grand's not enough. <laughs> How much for two? What I'd sell that? an eyeball, but Mashing I need to pair. be able to retire. Can you imagine the Craigslist ad that would look like? Five million dollars for an eyeball. I got a matching pair of eyeballs. Yeah, five million. I give you an eyeball. That's <laughs> for damn sure. I wouldn't. I have, in a second. I would illegal in Texas. I need like a real surgeon, and Ugh. I'm not gonna cut it out here in the Jesus. garage. But yeah, five million bucks. What yeah, do, I'm what, done. What if you had bad out. vision though? I mean, a twenty twenty eyeball is gonna be more than a. You're, you're wearing a, a monocle. Crappy eyeball. Well, you lose your face. I want the money up front. What happens after that is their problem. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how. So there's the uh, what was the, uh, the the spoof they did for Mag- the Magnificent Seven with Adam Sandler? Is that what it's Magnificent called? Magnificent Eight? No, no, the Incredible Eight. Yeah, whatever it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had the One Eye Gang. <laughs> it's so funny because they're all scooping out their eyes, but the one guy that started the gang has both of his eyes. <laughs> it's so hilarious. Uh, yeah. So uh, number two on this list, it's illegal to milk. Another person's cow. Mm. I think I've heard that one before. Maybe Don't you're in Texas, man. You better know cow. those damn laws. <laughs> yeah. Did you touch Betsy? Yeah. Yeah. That's utterly ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Dusty, out there, have you had another man milk your cows yet? <laughs> what is, the, is that a euphemism? <laughs> 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 what, is like, I, what is the Fockers? <laughs> Here, I got tits. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. I got nipples. Why don't you milk me? Yeah. Our good friend Dusty <laughs> and LaGrange. He has uh, quite a bit of uh, cattle. Cattle, Dusty. If you catch people out there milking your cows, I mean, I don't know what the 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 statue of I don't know what the law says, but yeah, it's against the law. It's against the law. Press some charges. Hang them high. What if, What if he asks you to milk it? Then what? Then you're okay. Yeah, yeah. If you have permission, but you can't. Is that along the lines of cattle rustling? It, you're you're stealing the milk. Yeah. 
It is. Okay. What if you milk it, but you leave the milk? No. That's just weird, too. <laughs> you go in their house and You're put just the like, milk in their fridge. No, no. I just like milking, sir. Yeah, yeah. What was the city slickers? Where the guy's like, hey, uh, Norma was out there heaving in a hoeing, heaving a hoeing, no milk. So I was like, heaving in a hoeing, heaving in a hoeing, no milk. And then Norma turns around and he says, uh, he's like, what, uh, what was that? Billy Crystal, he goes, the bull's name is Norman. They're pulling on his dick. <laughs> he goes, that was a, that was a I'm going to go watch up. Oh, God, I haven't watched that movie it's a great, ever. It's a great movie. Classic. Yeah. Uh, number three on this list. The entire collection of books in the Encyclopedia Britannica is banned in Texas because it contains a formula for making beer at home. Huh. I don't buy that shit. I didn't see that anywhere in the those books. 20 freaking books that we had that never got opened. <laughs> because we, my parents bought from that freaking door-to-door salesman guy. I think my parents came did, over. too. I remember having this. Is, we yeah, had you grew up in California. This is Britannica. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yep. I, don't, I don't know. I got to look at this one. Uh, on the, a little on the more spine, research on that. Yeah. On, on the spine, it has Britannica on there. So yeah. I know there's a difference in different encyclopedias. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's the entire collection. for brewing beer. Yep. So maybe this, maybe this is like in the... I don't know when this encyclopedias came out or when it was whatever. Sounds like more research is um, needed. Yeah. Says while we're on the subject of beer, it's illegal to take more than three sips of a beer at a time while standing. What the hell? So we're all uh, going to jail. That doesn't <laughs> right. make any sense. I'm right. sitting, so I'm fine. <laughs> uh, this this one says next uh, number five says. Criminals must give their victims 24 hours notice before committing a crime, either orally or written. Well, that's just politeness. So. Yeah, that is Good nice. news for us. Now we can go tell the cops before <laughs> any bad happens. Yeah, that right? makes sense. Hey, yeah. I, got a, I got an email from a guy saying he's going to rob me in the next couple of days. But So does that mean if you, if you let him know 24 hours in advance, it's not against the law? I, maybe so. So if yeah, I you tell you, hey, them, Jan, you I'm going to kick notice. you nuts tomorrow. Well, now it's a hate. Uh, you're, you're, you're that's assault. Assault, not robbery. Yeah, stealing. but I let you know 24 hours in advance. So it should be fine, right? Mm. So it's like just robbery. Isn't there a movie? Like I know it says criminals must give their victims 24 hour yeah, notice. Yeah, so they, yeah, yeah. it's fine. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. So uh, what is <laughs> right? it? Uh, it's 10:04. So yeah. 10:05 tomorrow night. You're getting kicked in the nuts. Yeah, shit. I don't know. I got to look these things up. I'm sure, Manny gave me uh, that a while ago already. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, number six. It's against the law to throw confetti, rubber balls. Whips, firecrackers, or feather dusters in the town of Borger, 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 Texas. Borger, Texas. I got family there. Yeah. Well, (laughs) hey, who the hell throws whips in the air? I don't know what that even means. It sounds like they're getting pretty freaky over there. Or they they used to get freaky over there. Now they're like, yeah, we got to calm this down a little bit. No more feather dusters or whips. Feather dusters, whips, and rubber balls. Uh, (laughs) It's illegal to dust. It's number seven, by the way. It's illegal to dust any public building. With a feather duster in Clarendon. I don't know where Clarendon is. I've never even heard of that place. Yeah, I don't you know. You got uh, family there, Alden? I do not have family in Clarendon, now. Mm. This is a Houston one. Uh, number eight, it's against the law to sell Limburger cheese on Sundays in Houston. Mm. Hmm. We need to do some research and figure out who is selling it and then... Citizens arrest their ass. <laughs> yes. I love it. Call it Crime Stoppers. <laughs> like, like, under arrest. These... Mofos yes. are selling lumbugger cheese in a Sunday, bro. Yes. It's Sunday, and we're not gonna stand for it. <laughs> Get a rope. Yes. Is there like a, a law <laughs> number or something? Up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Ren and Stimpy 
sold Limburger cheese. Yeah, maybe. It was on maybe. their show all the time. Limburger. It's um, illegal to, am, to emit obnoxious odors while on an elevator in Port Arthur. Mm. Mm. Uh, there should be a lot of people Excuse probably going me, to jail. Did you cut the Limburger? <laughs> You're going to jail, mother. That's not Sunday. Yeah. Do they tell you what these crimes bring? No, there's no there's no like repercussions, repercussions or, anything. or anything. Yeah. Like that? Uh number ten, any person who sits on a sidewalk in Galveston may be fined with a five hundred bucks. Mm. I think some of these are being taken out of context. I think so too. Maybe loitering. I think that these laws were written so long ago that they just seem obnoxious and I can see loitering. You know, farting on an elevator. Probably no not sense. against the law, but like, probably how old are elevators. So, yeah. I mean, we saw in Galveston, like not too recently, where some cops on horseback arrested a dude, and then they uh, uh, tied a rope in. around his like his his arms, and like yeah. pretty much just like walked him, him down not, yeah. to wherever the <laughs> paddy wagon was or whatever wherever they're taking him. So, I mean, again. There, there's so many towns and there, there's so many towns in Texas. I'm sure there's some towns that have just they they have not caught up to to times. Yeah, yeah. They just uh, haven't gotten around to taking ha- the laws off the books. Correct. Yeah. Legislation is like we're not even going to bother with that because nobody's going to yeah, even yeah. enforce those yeah, rules. I mean, I'm sure it's the same way across you know the country, but you know there a lot of little bitty towns in Texas that have population of five or something. They can right. make up whatever right. they want. You know what I mean? And if you live there, what? guess what? You've yeah. got to abide by those laws. Well, I think, uh, like we alluded to earlier, I think cattle rustling is still on the books here in Texas, and I think it's still punishable it's by hanging. hanging. That's right. I'm sorry. I don't really know what cattle rustling is. S- the stealing you of cattle. You stole my cow. Oh, cattle jacking. Yeah. Oh, cattle That's what jacking. we call it in California. Have you not listened to any Warren G? Uh, <laughs> any... Uh, <laughs> Warren any, G, does he say cattle rustling? Any young guns we gonna re- regulate. Regulators. We're not going to mount up. Stand for the... It was a clip. Black, what, how, how's that fucking song go? What the hell does that got to do with cattle rustling? It's just... it's. We're not going to stand for the, any stealing of our property. Okay. And we're damn good, too. It mm. was a clear black moon. Night. Night. It's clear, clear white. Black night. Okay, we're not doing yeah, this either. Bad. You're cut yeah. off. Edit. Hey, listen. Uh, edit. This, this is cut our 10 stupid things in Texas. Uh, I like that. Even, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, we listen. We didn't bring you. We brought you Dr. Pepper, and we brought you some weird-ass laws, too. Yeah, yeah. We give you a lot of good shit. Yeah. Those are the 10 weird things. For it us. is. Yeah. We're sorry, and we hope we can do better. So, But it's, it's a public service announcement for the people out there listening. Hey, don't commit these crimes don't we'll we'll right. find you and you we'll might wind we'll yourself up you. in jail yeah prosecute you to the fullest extent and be somebody's bi you don't want that yes be, we'll point your pockets out walking around with your little pockets hanging out and that's that just means you're ready for action <laughs> they grab a hold of the little bunny rabbit ears and they boom will, you're gone they'll grab you in the brisket that's oh, right jane's we'll having flashbacks <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hmm, okay. awkward. I love this podcast. <laughs> All right, guys, let's roll into the our least favorite section of the show: the barbecue fails, the wins. Most notably, my fail, and I feel like this is starting to become a trend of lately, and it's not good. I, I don't know what's happening. A bad mojo or juju or something you guys are doing to me. 
is making this happen. I'm just going to put it out there. And before we get into it, can I say, Alden, hit him up with the business. The business, the business, the business. That's what we're all about, guys. Giving you the content, the best of our capabilities. So we need the feedback, man. Just There's a lot of ways to get a hold of us. Like we say, we love the feedback. Good, bad, and different. We don't care. We love the interaction with you guys, man. We want to give you what you want to hear. We want to give you what you don't want to hear because, frankly, we're going to do what we want to do because this is our podcast. You know what I mean? Right. So plenty of ways to get a hold of us, guys. Facebook, uh, Instagram, they're both the same, one and the same. They are at Grab Them in the Brisket. Reach us on Twitter. That handle is at Grab the Brisket. And John's phone is ringing, and I guarantee you that's somebody chiming in. They're probably on the email, and that. Uh, that freaking thing if they if you want to do that just like that interrupt our podcast again it's probably grabbing the brisket at gmail.com it'll show up on our podcast live just like that one speaking of this so it's, it's so funny just to get back to that um not to get back to it but to just yeah. funny memes that are not memes just shit that people come up with real fast you know and so this deal was at a job interview right uh, y'all have probably seen it before and the interview asked the interviewer was like so what was up with this four year, you know, um, gap between your job history? He was like, well, I, uh, that's when I went to Yale. I was like, Oh, solid. You're hired. He's like, Oh, thank you. I really need this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. You get, you get that folks. <laughs> Yell and yab <laughs> gel. And I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. He okay. can say that he's Hispanic. That's right. very true. That is he very can. true. Uh, look at our pictures. <laughs> He's not Filipino. <laughs> He's Hispanic. Uh, James. Well, yeah. We definitely, barbecue fell. We appreciate the um, the business, Alden. Thank you once again. Very great. Um, let's let's just roll really quick into this barbecue, barbecue fail. I'm just going to go through really quickly, and we'll just dismiss it, and we'll close the podcast, and we'll be done, okay? Hey, no big deal. Perfect. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. One night's well. Um, so... This past weekend, I decided I was going to cook a brisket. I came up with a new rub. And it's not a new rub. It's something I've been scouring the webs and looking at whatever. And you look at like, hey, what are these barbecue joints doing? The the La Barbecue, Aaron Franklin at Franklin's Barbecue, Pinkerton's Barbecue. You see all these guys, you know, banging out all these briskets with the, the nice, beautiful bark. And everything looks good. And you're like, I mean... How are they doing that? Let me just see how they're doing. Let me experiment. Let me cook a brisket. Mm-hmm. And it was, I found a little recipe, and it, it called for, um, and I think it was probably something that was like mimic like La Barbecue's rub. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. Uh, but it was like eight eight parts black pepper, I think three parts uh, kosher salt. There's some um, garlic powder in there, granulated, and then there's some. Um, Lowry seasoned salt. Okay. Mix it all up. Boom. Uh, I was doing a brisket, so I was like, uh, put it on here, season it up, everything's good. I throw it on the Traeger. Uh, I didn't have my my big offset smoker, and quite frankly, I wasn't going to use it because I didn't want to man a fire for the next overnight. You know what I mean, guys? Mm -hmm. So I fired up the Traeger, threw the brisket on. I think I turned it on probably about 6 in the afternoon. Let it go, and I'm cooking like 225-ish. 
let it go till probably about maybe midnight um, when we decide that we're going to kind of shut down from hanging out or whatever. And I, I checked the pellets, filled it up. Everything was good. Closed it down, turned it. It was still on 225. I was like, I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to let it get that smoke. In the morning, I'll wrap it up, let it go for a little bit, and then, boom, it's going to be a money brisket. I mean, mm-hmm. that's all I know how to do is like, oh, we're just going to cook. Money briskets. Yeah. So I go to sleep, and I tried to go to my bed, uh, but I think Emma wasn't really feeling well, so uh, Laura and Emma were, were occupying my bed, so I had to sleep in uh, Emma's room. Mm-hmm. So I went to bed in there, and I was like, oh, okay, I set my alarm. I think Emma and Laura had to work the next day. And I get up like maybe 7.30-ish, uh, and I get up and got dressed, took my time. I was like, hey, okay, the brisket will be fine. I, It always is. I mean, I, I know this. I mean, I've done this like six or seven times. So I come outside. I open the door, and the, the, the Traeger is sitting out front in front of my garage. I open the garage door, and it's eerily quiet. <laughs> And if anybody has used a Traeger, knows that there's a fan, it kicks off, it makes a, quite a bit of noise. I wasn't smelling smoke, I wasn't hearing any noise, mm. and I'm like, oh shit, okay. So I roll over there, it's like air mode. I'm like, what the hell, dude, stupid Traeger, what's wrong with you? And so then I open up the hopper, and there's no pellets in it. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. And I'm like, I know I filled this thing up before I went to bed. And we we're only talking like maybe it was like six hours, seven hours. At 225, I know this thing. It should have lasted. It should have lasted. It was super cold that night. So I'm wondering maybe if. Yeah, yeah it was burning a little faster. It was burning through it a little faster, chewing through them. So I, I opened it up. The bark looked good. I'm not going to lie. It looked good. I was like, ooh, man. Bark did look good. So I was like, but it, I probed it and it was like 130 degrees. Mm, that's like, not good. I don't know what time it went off. I don't know how, yeah. what the temperature got up to. Pastrami. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what the temperature got up to. So I don't even know. So I cut the thing in half and it cut easily I, and juices were pouring out. And I'm like, oh man, this might be good. I mean, like it might've just like <laughs> rested into the Traeger and just like everything's good. So then I cut a slice off of it. And I do the old pull test, and I was like, "Ooh, ooh!" It's like pulling on a rubber band. Yes, I was like, "God bless America." So I was like, "Well, I, I guess it's got to go on longer." I mean, I don't, I don't know how else to like right. solve this problem that I'm having. So I took a couple of the Cambro H pans and wrapped them up. I uh, wrapped up the brisket, put some juice, wrapped up the briskets in some um, uh, butcher paper. And then put them in the H-pans, put them back on the Traeger. I had loaded the hopper, got it fired back up again. Everything went well. Cooked it for another additional maybe a couple hours uh, until it got up to temperature where I thought it was like supposed to be. And I cut it. It was pull apart. It was super dry. <laughs> it was done. Like it was, uh, it was like jerky. Like I overcooked it so bad. Well, there's mm. the thing. We have. When it's that cold outside, just pull your trigger into your living room. Oh, okay. You can you can really monitor the heat that way. Nice. 
Yeah. Just put it in the chimney, the fireplace. Yeah. 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 All that yeah. shit will be don't, all right. Don't bring your trigger in Disclaimer. your house. That was a joke. Do, do not yeah. put it in That was a joke. Do don't do that. I will say, uh, one doing what there. you did, though, it had a really good smoke ring. Smoke ring was, like, really smoke huge. Smoke ring was, yeah, yeah. it's probably one of the biggest smoke rings I've seen on a trigger. Like yeah. it you was, leave it at 225, it's going to get one eventually. It's mm. It was solid. So, that, that part was, was good. I thought it had really great bark. Um was there a difference between the H pan one and the one you left wrapped up in the butcher paper? Yeah, no difference. They're same. both the same. Tender and shitty. Tender and okay. dry and shitty. Definitely a barbecue fell. How was the flavor with the with the rub? You changed it up. <laughs> a piece I tried to got beef jerky, but we tried to, beef tried, jerky. tried to end piece. Okay, so you yeah. couldn't really get the flavor from no, that. no, Mm-mm. no. So it definitely. Well, I'll try it again. Probably this weekend. I'll probably try it again, and we'll. I'll, I'll do the same. Um, coarse black pepper rub and just coat it. I may mm-hmm. tweak it a little bit. I may add a little bit. I mean, Tony Sashery's is always a, you know, solid friend. Black pepper, I mean, I don't feel like it gave like a huge spice to it, but it did a little bit. You got that kind of like jerky spice to it, mm-hmm. putting all that pepper. Maybe put extra like pellets in there at some point too. Yeah, definitely put extra pellets in there and we'll see how it goes. But to follow that up with I got so disappointed with the brisket. I was like, I'm not going to let this get me down. I was like, screw that brisket. I'm going to get a pork butt. I'm going to use the same rub. And I threw it on there. And it came out money. It was good. And I think I, I sent John all the videos. And he, yeah. he's eventually going to get, uh, get it all put together and, and put it out there nice. on nice. YouTube or wherever it is. But that thing came out really, really, really good. Of course, salt and pepper on pork or whatever. I mean, it's it's solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I could probably use a, maybe a little bit more flavor. So maybe we'll tweak the rub to add a little something. But I'll go ahead and put it out there and, and uh, give it to John. And John can post it and let some of you guys try it out there. One thing it called for, which I'd never seen before, supposedly La Barbecue does this, is you take a 50-50 measure equally of pickle juice and mustard. And you mix it together, and that's what you use to coat your brisket down or your pork rub before or your pork you butt. Season it. Before you season it. Yeah. Hmm. And that's what I did to the pork butt. And it, it was money. It was good. Mustard and pickle juice, huh? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I I'll try it. Yeah. I try anything once. <laughs> it was right. kind of like a it was it wasn't it was more of a liquidy texture. Yeah, real thin. Real right? thin. Yeah. And hmm. I mean it just helped the seasoning stick. So, I mean, I'll try it again. So kind yeah, of I'm, a, I'm not sure if that, if the vinegar or the pickle juice is really doing anything uh, again, it's all this is, it's just a binder. Right. But for them, it's the perfect amount of binder they need to be able to coat what they want to. So, Hey, it works. Yeah. Right? Cause they're putting a lot of like kosher salt and black pepper and you got to have something to help. I'll sure. That a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Make that stick. Yep. Yep. That's solid, man. Yeah. That's so solid. I actually came over Saturday night Probably not in a yeah really good form. Where were you at Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday night. It was a little party, uh, but I came over. I remember trying the, the pulled pork for a second. I I really I wanted to use James's phone so I could uh, locate contact Uber to <laughs> get my phone back, uh, which I we we sent a couple of requests in. Right, um, it was very hard. I, I you don't realize how much you use a phone. I guess you're, it's like a damn computer, right? You're walking around with it. 
Um, but I don't really remember a whole lot. I remember trying the pulled pork. You and loved then, it. You loved the pulled pork. You said it was the best pulled pork you ever had in your life. I can't dispute that. If I said that, I said that. I know I uh, it was open bar until midnight, almost 11 o'clock. And when you say open bar, hey, we're not drinking beer, guys. We're going with the whiskeys. Hey. So. You know what? TABC can't get pissed off on uh, open bars because you're serving yourself. That's right. No, well, open Ooh. bar means I didn't pay for it. Somebody's still a, giving it to me. I was at a club. That means somebody overserved you. I was at a club. At one point, I was like, yep, I'll take this. And then uh, Amy's like, hey, listen, why don't you get another one? Because here in a few minutes, they're going to shut this down. I was like, great. I'm like, shooting one. I'm like, yep, give me two more of those. <laughs> Perfect. I'm stacking them up. It was, I, w- I was not feeling any pain when I walked over. So, you know, I was only like maybe like 20 minutes. Yeah. One of the questions that they ask us on this test is signs that somebody's intoxicated and is a multiple choice. Mm. One of the selections was somebody that buys a round of beers or a round of alcohol. They're intoxicated. The other ones seem a little bit more legit, but yes, that's the one. Really? That's the correct answer. The sign of somebody buying rounds huh. is somebody that's intoxicated. That's Mm-hmm. Because they thought they were, they had a lot of dough. They just don't care. Night, and they lost, the next morning, hey, they're like, yeah, I get it. they lost their inhibition. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Hey, get me one and get everybody else one. Put hey. my hand in the air. Do and a little circle. To, you go to house of, house of Blues and you try to pick up the... Dusty. You try to pick up the tab for the whole bar. Yeah. How much was that tab? I don't know what Dusty said. It was like over like 10 grand or something. <laughs> Never mind. He goes, no, no, no. I said, I want my own tab, not everyone else's. Never mind. Yeah. Dummy. I do want to ask you guys a question back to your barbecue, Phil, and uh, just for, just for the listeners, man. So there's obviously something that you're cooking where there's a point of no return to getting it back to where it's going to be good. So are there tricks that you do, like if you're smoking a brisket and you're like, ah, this is about to be done. Is there something you can do before it gets to the point of no return to bring it back to where it's salvageable? It depends on what's wrong. So... If it's too salty, I'm talking like if it's about if it's burnt and burning and burnt. Is there anything really, really not? If it's overdone, yeah, yeah, you slice it thin and make sandwiches, right? Yeah. You know chop what you're it. chop it up. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what you're going to be doing. Add right? some sauce. Make Hopefully, some you you wrapped it and you got some uh, au jus with it. You can mix it up with it to help, like, yeah, yeah. give the, the 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 texture and the feeling of like, okay, this is a little moist. Um, if you didn't, then you can probably get a can of just beef broth. And throw it in there. Maybe add a little more seasoning or whatever. But the, okay, so I guess I would ask, what what is y'all's best comeback from point of no return on any anything? For me, I'm chopping it up, adding a little sauce, putting. It I'm on just the saying, sandwich. what did you bring back that was salvageable when oh. you thought it was already gone? Yeah, you know, so that's, that's and how did you do it? So we had uh, we had a cook off when I was young, right? We first starting off uh, back then. We cooked a lot of choice or select briskets. Um, prime really wasn't a thing you could get in the stores, but I remember doing a brisket one time and I opened the foil up and it looked like the damn brisket was sizzling inside. There was zero, <laughs> zero juice inside the brisket. Might I looked a leak or I looked in the pit. There was zero juice. Okay. Usually you could see where it, it mm-hmm. hits if you yeah. leak in or whatever, nothing hit inside. And really all I can think of is I bought like one of the leanest briskets you could buy on the history of meat. Right. <laughs> right. So Hmm, is that uh, sirloin steak? Yeah, this so cow. I, I, well, it actually wasn't even just me. It was me and 
Uh, his name is Ricky Davis. So Ricky basically came. Everybody calls me Hot Dog, so that's what I'll use anyways. So Hot Dog was like, hey, listen, let's get some juice, a little bit of juice from somebody, just a little bit, right? We'll mix that with some pickle juice. We'll mix that with some seasonings. We'll put some uh, beef broth in it, right? So we started concocting this whole thing, like basically like a, a an au jus, right? Uh, we seasoned it up. We have it in a pan. We have it on top of the firebox. It's heating up. It's getting hot. We poured that into where the brisket was, uh, and we sliced, and we basically just drizzled the brisket with that and put it into the pan or put in our, our, our plating mm-hmm. right box. box. Um, I believe we did really well. I think it was like a, a top three brisket. or, I mean, we, we got called. Got a walk. Yeah, we got a walk when we shouldn't have had a walk. Right at all. Hey, that's part of it. So right? I think that was one of the best comebacks wins are are you know from a fail to a yeah not a loss basically because dude you couldn't it was so hot I remember that when we cut that brisket it was so hot but it was so dry normally you cut a really hot brisket it just shreds mm-hmm. but it was so dry it just stayed together and you're like oh shit how paper thin can you cut this without being disqualified but I remember it just. Dropping it down in the au jus, thinking like, okay, this thing's going to cool off, and it's going to soak up some of that, yeah. and then we're going to pull us out of the au jus, turn it in. And that's what we did. Soak it up like a so, sponge. But I, I will say, I'm, I'm going to give credit where credit was due. That wasn't me. That was all uh, hot dog or Ricky. Oh, so, yep. Yeah, we used to do a cook-off, and doing the IBCA and all that stuff like that, they have all their different roles in KCBS and all that stuff like that. But we used to do a cook-off uh, in you guys' uh, scooters, Mm-hmm. Um, here, the guy that ran it, he had his own guidelines to judging specifically brisket. And when you're talking about number two pencil, this guy would pull out a number two pencil and he would take your brisket slice and he would fold it over the number two pencil. And if that brisket f- fell apart and split, mm-hmm. That's overdone. That's overcooked. He's not scoring it as high. If it drapes over, has a nice whatever, he's like, okay. And then he'll do kind of the pull test, kind of pull it. Okay, so it has a nice little pull. It breaks apart pretty easy, but it doesn't just fall apart. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's good. He'll score it that way. And this is before he tastes it. This is before he tastes yeah. it. And then he'll taste it. Mark down the score, and that, that's how they judge. That's how they taught to Good judge. Lord. Just put that's my a, damn meat in your mouth. I was going to say, that's a, that's a rigorous test, me, because you got to pass that. You got to yeah. pass that. And then it's got to be good. Well, they, they had a scoring system of like appearance, uh, right. taste. They had the, the, the texture, the aroma. Mm-hmm. All that went into account. Yeah, that's, pretty, and, that's like KCBS, I think. Yeah, and one of them was you had to pass that test or whatever, uh, which is. With the IBCA, I think you overcook stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, a little sure. bit just because they're eating with plastic knives and forks right. and whatever. Sure. So you have to do it. But here nor there. I mean, we've talked about this previously or whatever. But um, that's a great story by Jan. Horrible story about me and my barbecue fail. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. Another great episode of grabbing the brisket and the books. Absolutely. Hire painters, people. Hire painters. Right, yeah. Yes. Or and, my wife, she loves painting, right. obviously. So I'm about, it, to, I'm about to go over there and see how mad she is at me. So, <laughs> well, she's probably in bed. Uh, anybody out there that's listening, you got any stories, any ideas, or any thoughts or suggestions? 
shoot them our way. I mean, we'd be glad to take a look at it and see what's up. Boom. Yep. Hey, thanks, guys. Until thanks, guys. next week. Peace out. Just grab them in the brisket.